Last name open. First name, sorry. Welcome to Sorry We're Open. That was terrible. I'm so glad this is a bonus episode. No, that was really good. I don't know what you're talking about, Jessica. All right, so we have a little fun bonus episode 15 for everybody. We're really excited about it. And yeah. Yeah, so basically... (laughs) This is, like, not a standard episode. It's just, like, a fun idea that one of our friends came up with, and she's here to do it with us. Yeah, it's like a get-to-know-the-host get to kind of thing. Yeah, so if you were looking for some hard-hitting topic, you're not going to find that today, but you will find some funny information about us. I think there's some also hard-hitting... Yeah, you might get to hear Lindsay and I argue about, like, our thoughts on love or something. Probably. Yeah, so here's our friend Mary. Hi guys, I'm Mary and today I'm going to be doing kind of a Vogue knockoff and asking these guys 73 questions that I came up with. We are excited. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Very. All right. What is your oldest memory? Okay. So I was (laughs) sitting on the top of the stairs at the very first house that I lived in and my mom was pregnant with my brother and... I wanted her to play with me, but because she was pregnant, I wait, I don't want to interrupt, but that is literally my exact same first memory. No, it's not. Is it it's really? literally my mom had really bad sciatica when she was pregnant with my brother. And my uh-huh. first memory is sitting on the top of the stairs and her like coming up the stairs and like being in a lot of pain, like with oh my, my brother. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I want to play. And she's like, no. And so I, honestly, I don't really know if I dreamt that or it actually happened, but I think it actually happened. Um, my first memory is skiing. So I've skied since I was two. So before I could like walk, run across a room, I could ski. So my first memory is going to ski school and being very upset about having to leave my mom at ski school. Um, so I remember crying and then she left and it's that thing like out of sight, out of mind. So two year old Jess or however old I was four maybe was like, all right, it's fine. I'll go now. (laughs) Good stuff. What is your proudest moment? All right, Jess, you go first this time. I think my proudest moment is giving my TED Talk. I think that was a moment where I was like, wow, like I'm doing something that's like bigger than myself and it's something I've like worked really hard and I'm really passionate about. So I think that's definitely my proudest moment. I think my proudest moment was probably English was probably getting my first internship offer um, because it was such a grueling process and it took so freaking long and I was so drained and I, I almost gave up several times. So I think like actually getting that offer was super uh, exciting for me. <laughs> What's your go-to coffee order? Well, it see this question is hard because it depends on the place, you know, and the time of season, you know. Right. Elaborate. Oh, uh, okay. Like in the summer, like I always get iced coffee. In the winter, I'll get warm coffee. I don't understand the psychopaths who order iced coffee year-round. Um, but I don't know. I usually like something like vanilla or hazelnut. E. I guess. Yeah. I do not fuck with flavored anything at all. Um, in the winter, I order a um, ca- medium cappuccino with skim milk, very specifically, and um, I, then like an iced coffee. But I make, I drink my coffee basically black, but it needs like a slight hit of milk. Um, so like iced coffee with like a little bit of milk. Yeah, no, see, I don't really like coffee. So, <laughs> so are you drinking it because of the caffeine effect? Correct. Okay, I'm following. Got it. What's your go-to cocktail order? Rum and Coke. <laughs> Great story about rum and Coke. We, after my TED Talk, my dad took us out for drinks. And, like, so, like, we went go, went to this, like, bar or whatever. And, like, I ordered a glass of wine. My dad ordered, like, a nice cocktail or whatever. 
Lindsay and Tracy ordered rum and Cokes like we were at Dollar Drinks. <laughs> well, what else was I supposed to order, honestly? My go-to order is either a Moscow Mule or a Margarita, depending on my location. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no. A frozen mark is really good, but I would never say Not frozen. Not frozen. Uh, wow. Okay. No, I would just never say a margarita is my go-to ever. I have to be, like, in a mood. Yeah. I don't know. Like, anything with rum in it, I'll drink. I love tequila, so, like, I'll, like, happily drink a margarita at any moment. <laughs> What's your favorite part about having a podcast? Yeah, Jess. I think my favorite part is realizing, like, a lot of different things about people we know. Like, when people come up to me and they're like, oh my God, I really like that you talked about X and, like, this is what I think about it. Or, like, you know, this is my experience that's impacted me and I love that you're doing this and I love that you're having these conversations. And, like, when we first started this, I was like, all right, like, I guess a few people will listen, but to know that there's, like, our entire play, like, our podcast has, like, almost 2,000 total listens and, like, people listen every week and they love it and they impact them and they, they, like, DM us with cool thoughts. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah, I, I really like getting the, the positive feedback that people are actually talking about the topics that we want them to talk about. And then also it's just fun to do it with my best friend and banter and have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it's like special to like have this like passion project, I guess, with Lindsay because it's like we were obviously good friends before, but now we have this like special experience that like looking back on college, whether or not this like continues after graduation will be something like I always remember really fondly. So I think it's like a great way to like close out my senior year. Stop. You're making me emotional. <laughs> What's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Okay, I was also going to say Thanksgiving, but I'm not. I'm going to go with Christmas because we have this, like, three-day affair. So we do Christmas Eve with my neighbors who have lived, like, across from us for, like, my whole life, basically. We do Christmas Day. I do um, brunch with my mom and dinner with my dad. And then we do day after Christmas with my mom's side of the family so they're like we do a big italian like post christmas meal on the 26th so like and then we always go to ski so it's like been a tradition my whole life so i think that's like why i love that yeah i already talked about why i like thanksgiving so just i'm gonna leave you with that (laughs) did you eat my dad's stuffing oh my god yes it was freaking amazing it was so good i meant to text you about it i loved it i'm gonna have to pass that on he really wanted to know your critique no yeah uh big fan what are you looking forward to these days I'm looking forward to really embracing senior spring, like for all the crazy world when it will be like really embracing it. You know, I have like a really exciting opportunity, you know, career wise in the spring and I'm going to work on my thesis, which is something I'm passionate about. So I'm really excited to like live in the moment. I think I've sprinted a lot of college and the fact that next semester I can just like kind of enjoy it is something I'm really looking forward to. Oh, that was cute. Um, I'm looking forward to... Uh, I'm doing a winter break program, Lehigh and Silicon Valley, so I'm really stoked about that because I get to go to San Francisco and Silicon Valley and talk to all these really cool startups and venture capitalists, and, you know, so I'm excited for this learning experience, so, yeah. What's something you wish more people knew about you? You know, that's a good question. (laughs) Okay, so I think mine is that, like, I feel like, so I went to a private high school, so I think a lot of people have a perception, not everyone, but people who don't know me that well would assume that, like, that means I've, like, never worked or, like, things are always handed to me. And I think I would like people to know that, like, I've worked jobs since I was, you know, 14, 15, and I've worked in restaurants for a really long time. 
and working in restaurants have taught me a lot about life and about people and about like, you know, how lucky I am that I'm working in a restaurant to, you know, pay for really small things versus people who are working, you know, day in, day out, year round in a restaurant to pay for their whole life, to support their child, to support their family. And so I think that's something I would like to know, people to know about me, that I work really hard in a lot of aspects of my life. That was really good. Um, I should have thought more about this question, to be honest. Um, but I don't know. I guess I would like people to know that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really think about this, to be quite honest. So it was bolded. I know, it was bolded. It was bolded. Mary sent us this list of questions, and she bolded it. All the ones that like we'd probably have to think about a little bit more. And I did think about most of them, but this one I struggled with. So maybe we'll come back we to it. We can recheck this Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's something you wish more people were passionate about? I wish people were more passionate about other people. Specifically, like... Um, like the homeless population. Um, when I worked in New York, I would walk the same route to work every single day and I would see the same homeless people. And I really, and I think that a lot of people have very negative stereotypes about homeless people and just having a little bit more compassion, empathy for someone, you know, what they've been through, like what they, where their starting line was compared to your starting line. I think you hear a lot of people say, you know, well, like, they're not, like, working hard enough or they're not working hard enough to get jobs, but you have no idea where they started versus where you started. And I think if people could be a little bit more passionate towards others, that would, you know, that would help. Yeah, that's that's pretty deep. Um, I was just, I, I was going to say music because I know there are a lot of people who are passionate about music, but I'm so super passionate about it and I love connecting with other people on this topic. So I guess I wish people were kind of, I guess, a little bit at my level, I guess. <laughs> Because I'm the most passionate about music. <laughs> Lindsay, did you post your um, Spotify recap on Instagram? So I don't have... <laughs> I would if I had Spotify, but I have album music, so I could post my album music on on Instagram. I think I will now that you mentioned it. Thanks. <laughs> What's the biggest piece of advice you have for your freshman yourselves? Don't take things too seriously. Like, I thought everything was the biggest deal in the world, and I realized much later down the line that it's it's not. Like, things are important in college. Yeah, grades are important in college, but also making connections with people and forming lifelong relationships, I think, are also super important. And, you know, don't don't take things too seriously. Mine would be that best friends don't happen overnight. I think I came to college with these amazing, amazing high school friends and I expected to get here and like all these people I met would be my best friends immediately. And while that happened with some people, it definitely didn't. And to be aware that, you know, you don't need to change yourself to make friends that there are thousands and thousands of people at college and you'll find your friends. It just might take a little while. What's a book you think everyone should read? Okay, so I said Jane Eyre because way ahead of its time like in- incredible read still relevant to today so i think it's it's super important and i loved it so you know that's another plus so this is kind of a cop out cuz i just finished this book 2 days ago and i'm still thinking about it but it's called the love we've lost or no let me rephrase it's called the light we lost and it's about a couple like it's like a modern day love story they met on 911 and it's about like their whole journey of like coming apart like going, moving apart and then coming back together over the course of 10 years. And I sobbed throughout the whole book. I think it's so relatable to 
both love, friendship, you know, companionship, needing humans in your life. And I bawled. I read it in one day and I sobbed the whole time. And I think it just r- reminded me a lot that at base level, we all really need human connection. And like that connection when you love someone is so important. And, you know, how do you balance how much you give versus how much you get from someone? It was so good. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Who was your Spotify artist of the year? The band Camino. I love them. They're so good. They're my favorite band. I listen to them for, well, because again, I have Apple Music, so it was like 30 plus hours of me listening to the band Camino. A lot of band Camino songs were in my top Spotify plays. My Spotify artist of the year is, was Ed Sheeran. So I've had Spotify since 2012. So in the last eight years, Ed Sheeran has been my top artist for six out of eight years. Really? I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. I Well, I think it's a little bit not fair because I listen to Ed Sheeran when I do homework because he's, like, very relaxing. So he, like, plays on repeat a lot. So I feel like that might not be super accurate. Um, but also Ariana Grande was pretty high, which I think it was because of her mm-hmm. new album. But I didn't think I listened to her that much for her to be, like, that high. Um, and then Quinn and Beyonce. Some pretty classic. You know, mine were all really alternative. But I have a... I, I I just want to say I love when people's like top Spotify artists are like cl- classical musicians because they listen to that when they study. Oh yeah, one of my <laughs> second top one was Simon and Garfunkel, and I was I'm like, dead. Oh. <laughs> okay, besides this one, what's a podcast everyone should be listening to? I feel like Jess is also going to say this one. Um, NPR's Invisibilia. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. And very specifically, listen to the episode entitled The Very very Offensive Rom-Com. That episode literally blew my mind repeatedly, and I think about it all the time. It is so important. Like, all the whole message. Go listen to it right now. I listened to it on a commute and, like, couldn't stop talking about it at work. Invisibilia is the best (laughs) podcast. I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> do you have a favorite quote? I do. Um, well, I change my quote every two weeks on my board in my room. And this month or this week's quote, I think, is really important. And so I'm going to use that one. And it says, the quote is, you are worthy of the same love you give. I love that. Yeah, my favorite quote is from a song, naturally. Um, it's... There's something fiction about the way that reality is going. And I think um, that's such a ideal for me. Like, I would love to be at that point where it's like, holy shit, wow, my life is great. That it feels like I'm in in a book, in a movie, you know. So, yeah. What was your first job? Babysitting. I was the oldest person on my, my, like, in my neighborhood by, like, five years. So I used to babysit for all the house, like, every single one from, like, 12 on, I got basically money from the whole block. It was so great. <laughs> um, my first job was as a lifeguard at a camp. Um, <laughs> so it was great. Um, the kids only swam in the pool, you know, for a couple hours. So I would get paid to just like sit around all day. So I love lifeguarding. Everyone should be a lifeguard. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> What's your rating on Uber. I just checked this the other day, actually. Uh, 4.93. I'm a 4.86. Who the heck? Like, who did not give me a 5? Yikes. Do you use it when you're drunk? Because sometimes I feel like that can negatively impact it. I'm the nicest intoxicated Uber driver. Maybe that's problem. I'm so nice. Like, maybe you're too nice. 
I feel like they don't want the screaming crazy girl in the back of their car. Well, you're loud. Okay, you're not wrong. I am loud, but I feel like I can't think of an Uber that was a less than a five-star rating, if I'm being honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could see which Uber driver gave me less than a five. I want I want to have a words with him. <laughs> They're going to beef. <laughs> Take it outside. Okay. I'm going to give some quick kind of like this or that questions. Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Wine or beer? Beer. Wine. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> heels or flats? Heels, I'm short. Absolutely heels. Summer or winter? Neither. Spring. <laughs> Fall. <laughs> Summer. Lindsay, fall or spring? Summer. Fall. 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 Okay. <laughs> Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Instagram. Twitter is the fucking funniest shit. I roll, I die laughing every time I'm on Twitter. The only Twitter I have is my Justin Bieber Twitter account from the seventh <laughs> grade. Well, that's your problem. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Salty. Oh my God. Cooking or baking? Baking. Baking. Okay. Chocolate or vanilla? Definitely chocolate. Absolutely chocolate. God. <laughs> you guys aren't psychos. <laughs> so when you're on a plane, window or aisle seat? Definitely window seat. No. Absolutely the aisle seat. I get insanely motion sick, like so, so motion sick. So I have to always be able to like spring into action to run away. <laughs> so I am definitely an aisle seat. No, but um if you're on the window seat, you can you can lean your um head against the window and take a nap. Yes, but if you puke on the window seat, it's going everywhere. Okay, well, I don't puke. Though there, there, was, there was this one time I flew back from spring break, and I I was, ah, uh, I had neurovirus. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I was in the window seat, and I was like, fuck, I got up, like, on a, on a seven-hour plane ride, I got up, like, at least seven or eight times. I felt so bad. I was like, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I... I'm really nervous about the flight to senior spring break. Like, really unhealthily nervous. It's you that we're sitting, I'm sitting next to, right? Lindsay and I are going to sit next to each other because I get really sick and Lindsay doesn't like planes. So we're just going to support each other. Cats or dogs? I'm allergic to both, so, like, neither. (laughs) I'm highly allergic to cats, and they're kind of mean sometimes. So dogs. Yeah. I would say the baby versions of both, like kitties and puppies, I think yeah. they're really cute. So, you know, that's specifically pugs. I love <laughs> pugs. Oh my God. Okay, this question is really important to me. El Jefe's or Chipotle? El Jefe's. Oh, my God. Absolutely, El Jefe. What? Mary! I think Chipotle is better. That's so... Okay, really quick. If you don't go to our school, El Jefe, there's one other location in Boston, I think. But anyway, El Jefe is essentially like Chipotle, except here, I'm going to tell you all the reasons why it's better. Bigger portions... Don't charge extra for guac, fresher ingredients. Um, they have cabbage. Wait, okay, here's my thing. Better ingredients. So everyone, everyone's like, oh, like, bigger portions, I'll have phase, but I don't eat meat, so, like, my portion is always smaller because I don't get meat in it, so I think Chipotle's better. <laughs> You're still wrong. <laughs> I know, I'm, good, like, definitely going to get shit for that. <laughs> for sure. Okay, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Uh, I think it was when someone complimented, like, how, uh, like, hardworking and passionate I was. You know, that, you know, as opposed to, like, a physical compliment, I think, you know, complimenting, like, my integrity and, like, my work ethic was really awesome to hear. Um, One that I can remember really clearly is someone told me I made them feel really safe and that they could, like, talk about things that were bothering them. Oh, yeah, I like that one, too. There, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, someone told me that I was like easy to talk to and like tell things to. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Putting yourself first does not make you selfish. I would say um, don't be too hard on yourself because I kind of repeat that over and over again in my head because I feel like I am hard on myself. So, you know, having more than one person give me that piece of advice (laughs) was super important. Another important one that I wrote at Dash on here was go to therapy. (laughs) Go to therapy. (laughs) That's such an important piece of advice that I received in my life. What's something you had to learn the hard way? Um, No matter how much you love somebody or no matter how much care and time you give somebody, you can't, quote unquote, like save everybody and you can't make everyone be okay, especially at the expense of yourself. And I think that's one I've learned over and over and I'm still learning um, that, you know, even if you love someone and care about someone, it's okay to walk away because they're, you know, they're toxic and not good for you. Yeah, I was I was honestly going to say something similar. So, like, sometimes the person that you love is not the person that you need. And that's so hard to kind of realize when you're in it because you're like, I love this person. And, you know, they may not be the best for you. And that's really hard. And it sucks. But I did definitely realize that the hard way. And so I think that's also sad and slash scary because, like, you remember a person when they were the person you both loved and needed, and now they might not be that person anymore, and they've changed for whatever reason. I think that's really hard to accept sometimes that people change. What's the last country you visited? Ireland. Yeah. Yes, Ireland. Um, I was in Dublin for spring break, for the second half of my spring break. I went to Italy with my mom and my sister. What's a country you wish to visit? Oh, I think I think Australia. I, no, yes, Australia. I really want to go to Thailand. Um, I want to do like a South East Asia tour, of like Thailand, Vietnam. Um, I really want to do yoga on a mountain with like a Buddha. It's <laughs> one of my life bucket list items um, because my mom teaches yoga and or my whole family does yoga. And I've always wanted to go to Thailand. So I feel like it's the best of both worlds right there. Oh yeah, I like that. I do. I want. I just want to see nature. Like, yeah, uh, like Switzerland too. Like with the mountains and the water and the you know nature. Like in a perfect world, I wouldn't have to work and I could just see the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> what a life that would be. <laughs> Jess, I had you in mind when I wrote this question. You're out to breakfast. What do you order? Two eggs over easy with Taylor ham, egg, rye toast, and home fries. Yeah, mine is an omelet with. Peppers, tomatoes, onions, any kind of cheese, really. Also, rye toast. <clears throat> rye toast is the superior toast. If you don't like rye toast, I don't like you. If you don't like rye toast, you're just wrong, honestly. <laughs> People get white toast confused me. White toast is good every once in a while. It's like a it's like a good guilty pleasure, you know, like buttery like, white toast. I feel like the novelty of rye toast is I like only get it like when I'm out to breakfast. So like, I feel like white toast is good like the rest of the time, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Build your perfect pizza. Um, that really thin crust. Sauce and cheese. Mine is a... <laughs> exotic. <laughs> Mine is very specific. So there's this pizza place from, my home, from near my hometown called Arturo's. It is the best pizza in the whole world. I will stand by this. 
it is they do a margarita pizza and as my mom says the dough has the best chew in the whole world and they're so oh my gosh i'm literally salivating i'm like the the dog in pavlov um it is the best pizza in the whole world it's like everything is fresh their sauce is amazing i could drink it they use like fresh cheese um basil oh man i'm literally (laughs) salivating it's so good yeah no i i mean in my opinion any pizza not any pizza from new york like new york city like really good pizza and you know in my opinion also a really good pizza doesn't need toppings yeah that's just that's just how i think because if your main ingredients are really good then you don't need to fill it with like other things like yeah, no, I agree. Um, wait, really quick. This is this is a bonus question. Do you put pineapple on pizza? I have never had it, and I'm honestly not interested in trying it. And I've had it, and I've almost vomited. I'm offended by the thought of fruit <laughs> on pizza. Not to be dramatic, but I did almost vomit. I gagged a little bit. <laughs> All right. The gods have spoken. I will not try it. Um, what's your favorite activity to do in your hometown? There's a reservation near my house. Um, and so my favorite activity is to like go with my friends and hike in the reservation and catch up like with my hometown friends on our semesters. Yeah. I also really like to go hiking. Um, one of my favorite things that I've done is like a, I've done it multiple times is a sunrise sunrise hike, uh, to one of our mountains, Brickneck Ridge. And it's such an incredible view. I think they might've closed the trail down. I hope not. So when I go back, I'll have to check, but <laughs> do you have tattoos slash do you want them? Uh, no, I do want one. If my mother is listening. I don't want one. Um. <laughs> so my parents have a very strict, you cannot get a tattoo till we no longer financially support you rule. Same. <laughs> oh, wow. So I do not have one yet. Um, the problem is that it's going to take me a really long time to really decide what I want. Because, um, you know, everyone's got an opinion on your tattoo. And so... I think it's going to take me a little while to decide what I want, but I do want one someday. Something that has, like, a lot of meaning or, like, something to do with one of my, like, life mantras. So I think that, like, I want one someday, but not in the near future since I'm still being financially (laughs) supported by my parents. Yeah, no, I know exactly what I want, where I want it, when I'm going to get it. (laughs) What's your favorite memory from 2019? This was a hard question, so Jessica first. (laughs) So I've had, like, a whirlwind of a year. A really big whirlwind of a year, but I think one of my favorite moments from this year is my. I'm really close with my four best friends from high school, and rarely do we spend more than three hours, all five of us, in one place. And this summer, we got to spend a weekend together over Fourth of July, and I think it's really special to have people who've been friends with you since you're 14 and still think you're cool and funny, <laughs> and to get to spend you know 48 hours together because it won't happen that often, is really special and something that I really treasure to get to spend time with them. So I think that is one of my favorite memories of the year. I think one of my favorite—wow, I just stuttered so hard. Okay, I'm going to try that again. One of my favorite memories from the year, I think, was spring break, where I flew across the pond and I visited some of my friends who were abroad. And it it was like really great to see them and I had missed them tons and we were in Spain and Ireland and it was such an incredible time to be in these other countries and appreciate like their cultures like Spain's food was incredible and the wine the sangria was incredible the weather was beautiful like we I couldn't have asked for a more perfect trip in Spain and you know I was with my favorite people so that was awesome okay this could be a little more of a discussion question what are the biggest turn-ons and turn-offs for a partner oh um 
turn-ons dressing well. Like I think like shoes particularly, if you don't have a good taste in shoes, that's like the biggest turn-off ever, honestly. Like you you can see someone like there was one point where I was sitting um in an ice cream shop with my friends and it was like a big glass window and we were just people watching. And we only looked at people's shoes and then we like looked up to like see if they were cute or not. <laughs> and honestly, like the, you know, nine times out of 10, the better shoe, the better dressed shoe wearing person like looked cuter. So. Um, I really like, okay, like I guess <laughs> a turn on physically is I like guys with nice arms. The biceps are really, <laughs> um, but like more intellectually so I don't sound like a eye batting female. Um. <laughs> I like, I mean, I like guys who, like, ask, they don't just, like, do. Or they don't just, like, assume that they're, like, the alpha male and that I think that's hot. Like, I like when guys, like, ask or, like, oh, can I get that for you? It's so much better than just, like, doing it. I, I like I like when it's, like, feels more equal. Um, yeah, no, intellectually, I think people who have passions and goals and dreams i think that's so hot i think someone who like knows what they want to do with their life is so attractive and like people have like great smiles and pretty eyes people who ask questions who like who like when you like say something they like actually follow up so you know they were listening so like if you like casually mention that you're passionate about like if i like casually mentioned i was passionate about yoga if a guy followed up and asked me about it i'd be like all right wow that's really hot no yeah i totally agree people who like Pay attention. <laughs> um, yeah. What are tur- oh turn offs are Yeah, the juicy part. Turn offs. Mm, people who only talk about themselves. And you know you know people like that, and it's like disgusting to me. People who I really can't stand like when people cannot be accountable. It's my biggest turn off, whether it's, you know, in a relationship, in a friendship to your schoolwork, your family, whatever. People who are not accountable for their actions drive me fucking insane. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And people who, yeah, no, uh, no, that's it. That's all I got to say. I- I'm sure I could think of more turnoffs right now because most things are turnoffs. I'm not into mustaches. <laughs> oh, uh, no, they make you kind of look Wait, okay, me, Shish. Kate and Katie were talking about this yesterday. I feel like if you have a beard, you are allowed to have a mustache. Oh, it's like, when it's like the solo mustache that that's the problem. Oh no, I totally yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, yeah, even even though beard and mustache is still I don't think a great look either. But What is your most worn piece of clothing? Any scarf. I wear a lot of <laughs> scarves. I would say I don't know. A sweatshirt? <laughs> a sweater? <laughs> Or my green jacket. I have like a green J. Crew jacket Ooh, that I wear a, a lot. That is a good jacket. I don't know. None of my clothing is really warm. I do a lot of layers, so that's why this question was difficult for me. <laughs> no, you're most worn, not most warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding? You're most worn. <laughs> I heard warm. Um. Okay. <laughs> I wear a lot of layers. <laughs> Okay, I would say it's my flannel esque, um, you know, the, the little one with the stripes. Mm-hmm. I wear that all the time. I wear it like out. I wear it to class. I I wear it anytime I get the chance. I love it. 
We got it from Urban Outfitters on like double sale, so that was incredible. Um, and now my best friend Tommy has it because we switched flannels at Thanksgiving Eve, and I really want it back. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst fashion trend right now? Overalls. I I don't hate overalls if they're like not ugly, but like jorts. I don't really get jorts. I like the long ones. Yeah, like long jorts, like capri jorts. Low-rise jeans, actually. Take it back. Oh. Lo- like, high-rise jeans all the way. I, You know, I don't need low-rise jeans in my life. You're, also, you're right. Some people do look good in overalls. I'm just salty because I'm short and I don't look good in overalls. <laughs> What's a skill you'd like to master? Cooking. I really, really, really want to be good at cooking. Like, I'm not bad at cooking, but, like, I'd like to expand my repertoire and become good at cooking. Also same, because I don't know how to cook. So just, like, being, like, decent at cooking, you know? Not burning pasta. Fuck you, that was one time. Everyone asked me about that now. Some Like, one time I said I had pasta, and my friend was like, oh, did you burn it? I was like, fuck off. I didn't. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you, besides burning pasta, I guess? <laughs> okay, so this I really specifically remember. <laughs> so I went to a Catholic high school, and... We went to Mass the first Wednesday of every month. And it was like one of the last Masses, I think. I don't know. It was senior year. And, you know, so we went up. And so we had it in the gym. We didn't even have it in a church. So we had it in the gym to fit the entire school in. And so we had, you know, like foldable chairs. And so so got up, got up to go to communion. And, you know, coming back <laughs> from communion, um, my friend in front of me, she... I, as I was about to sit down, she, like, pulled the chair away. So I like, completely missed the chair, fell on my ass, made a loud-ass thud, like, during communion when it's, like, pretty quiet. Like, <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Freshman year, we were learning a dance for, <laughs> for like, a philanthropy thing for my sorority. And so, like, we're learning this dance, and it's, like, high-key. Like, we, I was, like... So I'm like, you're dropping it low, you know? Oh, yeah. There was like a lot of dance moves and I ripped my pants. <laughs> like it was like the first week in my sorority and I ripped my pants learning to get dance and it was so embarrassing. It was a massive rip and Jess ripped her pants jokes were for a long time. I, I'm also just going to say every drunk text that I've ever sent is the most embarrassing moment of my life. I think about it for days after I send them. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, probably to teleport, because that would really help me with my goal of seeing every country in the world quicker. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think time travel, because I feel like you could just do everything then. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, if I would not fuck up the space-time continuum by me <laughs> time traveling everywhere, I think that would be, that'd be pretty cool. Also flying. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first kiss? Okay, this is like kind of funny. So I believe I was 16. I think that's how you all are when you're a sophomore. But the important part about my first kiss is obviously it was in a closet because we're in high school, right? (laughs) And the speaker was like right outside the closet. So when this boy kissed me, Chief Keef was playing. Like whatever Chief Keef song you can think of, I can't think of one right now. And I can't listen to Chief Keef. Like, I can't. Like, I cannot <laughs> listen to Chief Keef at all. Like, he comes on and I'm like, 
I'm dead. Um, mine was the summer going into sophomore year, so I think I was 15. And it was like a full-out make-out session. I really have to tell this story really quick, because <laughs> my best friend Sarah is going to listen to this. So it happened at my beach club. And it happened in a cabana, and it was real. <gasps> it was really tiny, and so That's such a movie scene. I, mm, it was less than movie esque. Let me tell you. So I had to bring my best friend Sarah along because I couldn't just go. A, I didn't know how to drive, and I couldn't just go without going with someone because like it'd be weird. But we planned to like meet up and do this. So I brought my best friend Sarah, and. I made her, I like, she knew other people there, but as soon as, like, I left to go make out with this boy, all the people that she knew also left, and so she was left by herself. She, you, ha- I, you, you have to get her to tell this story because it's so fucking funny, but she was sitting in the bathroom, and she counted the number of tiles on the bathroom floor. She counted how many times the water swirled around in the toilet every time she flushed it. I was making out with this boy for like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I came back with like saliva all over my face. Like it was so gross. Like definitely the worst kiss of my entire life. Like, <laughs> Will this kid remember this? Like if he listened. May- maybe. I don't know. I don't think he would he would literally never listen to this ever. So I don't I don't have any qualms saying any of this. <laughs> oh my god. Who is your biggest role model? My mom, for sure. Uh she is so badass and driven and she, she's uh, like everything I aspire to be. Like if I'm half the woman that my mother is when I grow up, then you know, I will have been successful. So I have two. Um, one is my mom. Um, all my, like, my mom has sacrificed everything to make sure that I could live the best life I could live, that I had all the support and the resources I need to thrive. And, you know, I really attribute so much of my success to her. My dad as well. You know, both my parents really have invested in my success. And then also Dr. Silverman. So she's been my, like, career mentor um, she worked at the internship. I worked in New York and she's, you know, this badass mother of two who's doing exactly what I would like to do in five years. And she was, you know, the director at the place I worked and she had an MBA and she was running in a program and she's just so incredible. And, you know, what she's done to get where she is, like, I'm so inspired by her and she also is a Lehigh alum. So that gives me a lot of hope that I'm on the right path and so she's really been such an amazing mentor to me so I'd say she's one of my role models too what's your favorite class you've taken at Lehigh oh that's a good question um <clears throat> Jess do you have one off the top of your head okay so it's the class that I keep on talking about on this podcast it's health identities um and Dr. D has really changed my perspective on a lot of things that I viewed as like set in stone in the world. Um, and she's really made me question the way I view my own identity. She inspired my TED talk. You know, her class has been one that's opened my mind to a lot of different things that I'd never thought about before. And so I think that is the, the best class I've ever taken at Lehigh. She's an incredible professor. You know, those like evaluations we have to fill in. I like wrote for like pages about how great she is. Like, I think it's if you are an underclassman and you can take health identities, take it. It's an incredible course. Okay, so the reason, okay, I just couldn't remember the name of the class and I still can't, but <laughs> it was like, it was a it was a history, woman gender studies, English course, and there were different sections about 
uh, race, sexuality, and it was super interesting. And I took it a while ago, which is why I can't remember any details about it. But I loved it. So, yep, I learned a lot of cool things, too. If you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ice cream. Tacos. Oh, that's very telling of who we are. (laughs) What's one thing you always have in your fridge? Seltzer. I'm addicted to seltzer and Pellegrino. I love seltzer. Um, I would say cheese. I I always have cheese in my fridge. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite meal that your mom makes? Um, We call it kitchen sink pasta. It's everything, all like the leftover vegetables like our, it's we make it a lot in the summer like leftover vegetables from the garden or the farmer's market and we put it in a big like tub of pasta with like leftover chicken and it's amazing my mom thinks it's not that good but it's like actually amazing <clears throat> so my mom doesn't cook <laughs> um if that's any uh shock to you why i also don't cook um so I'm going to say something that my dad makes my dad just he grills so i really love um the burgers and also, I really love the steak that he makes, so my favorite meal when, when I go home is we have steak, we have, uh, like, yellow rice, we have um, broccoli, and there's something else, and we have, like, salad, and it's just, like, this big smorgasbord that we that we normally have, so that's, that's one of our go-to meals, so, yeah. Who is your celebrity crush? Literally anybody, to be honest. Um, Margot Robbie, Sophia Bush, Gal Gadot, Zac Efron. <laughs> So it's this is a hard question for me because you see Justin Bieber was my celebrity crush for like seven years of my life and then he's not as much as my celebrity crush anymore because he got married you know that kind of puts a damper on things. Um, so I'm gonna go with Channing Tatum, but I don't know if I really feel that one wholeheartedly. Um, Zach Efron and I have the same birthday, so I think he's pretty pretty great. Um, I don't have anyone that's like I'm probably saying this now and then I'll look back and be like oh oh shit who's who's Jackson Avery in Grey's Anatomy. Oh. No idea. He's um, so hot. Mary's looking it up right now. While she's <laughs> while she's looking it up, also Jesse Williams? Yes. Yeah. Jesse Williams. He also played the husband or the fiance in Demi Lovato's Tell Me You Love Me video and he's so hot. Oh so, my god, I forgot about Jesse that. Jesse Williams, I'll go with that. I was gonna say oh, um Zane. Zane Malik. I'm denying that one. He's so hot. Harry's I don't think he's that cute. I Harry think- Styles. Uh, I don't know. Z- you don't think Zayn is hot? I think he looks kind of like, kind of like greasy. I don't know. So he's so hot. <laughs> Have you ever broken a bone? Yeah, I broke my nose in the seventh grade, and I already told this story on the pod, so I won't tell it again. But it was sad. <laughs> no, but I've sprained my ankle a lot. I think I broke. No, I didn't break anything else. I lied. Okay, never mind. I take it back. Do you still have your wisdom teeth? Nope, got that out. Uh, summer before freshman year and there are funny videos of it um I'm just delirious and my parents literally asked me like I was 10 years old they were like oh yeah like do you like anybody and they're like what about your friend John and I was like yeah I love John he's my best friend like shut up like I'm not into him um I didn't have wisdom teeth which thank the lucky stars because I had my tonsils removed the summer after freshman year, and it was heinous and terrible. Um, but a quick funny story is, so I, like, came to out of amnesia, like, 20 minutes before I, like, started forming memories. So apparently I was screaming that I was cold, and I, like, would not. I was relentless about being cold, so the nurse wrapped me in, like, 12, like, heated blankets. So then when I came to, I was like, 
why the fuck am I wrapped in so many blankets? I was like, Mom, like, get these off me. She goes, you were just yelling for 10 minutes about being freezing. I was like, mm, I don't remember that. So that was that. Was that. I feel that, that like half awake. <laughs> um, after I woke, when I woke up after my wisdom teeth, I like woke up somewhere different and I asked the nurse if she carried me in there. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like 18. Yes. So like, she definitely did not carry me, you know? Okay. Do you like roller coasters? Yes and no. Um, when I was younger, I definitely did. But in my old age now, um, I kind of know I, they kind of scare me a little bit. But I do like roller coasters, except the spinny ones, because I also get dizzy. I love roller coasters. What's your favorite way to be active? Um, playing sports, definitely. Um, I took a break from that this semester. I don't know why, but every other semester in college and all throughout high school, I always played sports, and I love you know, the team aspect and staying active in that way because running on the treadmill sucks. So that's what I do now, and it's fucking terrible. I would ditto on any type of team sport. I think I'll definitely be the person who is in, like, a dodgeball league when I'm post-grad. But I also love yoga. Do you believe in love at first sight? No. I also don't. No, yeah, I, you know, I'm big on, like, an emotional connection and, like, yeah, you could, I think lust at first sight is the thing, like, holy fuck, this person is so hot and I really want to get in their pants, like, yeah, (laughs) but not love, definitely not love. Do you believe in soulmates? Yes, for sure, and I think also you have more than one. I also think you have more than one soulmate, and I think that you, like, I don't think it has to be like your entire soul connects with their entire soul, but I think like an important part can connect and that's how you can be romantically involved. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you have like a best friend soulmate or a romantic soulmate, um, you know, different kinds of soulmates for different parts of you. Because I think it would be objectively really difficult to find a person who was perfectly 100% matched to you. I agree. There, there still might be that person out there, but I, I, I definitely think there are like multiple soulmates. Do you believe in fate? Yes. Yeah. Like, um, what, you know, what's meant to be, it, what is, how does that thing go? If it's meant to be, it will be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's another one that I'm thinking of, but that's fine. I, I like everything agree. happens for a reason. Yes. That one. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I really believe in fate. There's this quote that I'm going to read just a part of that I've always thought about. So it says, like, it talks about how, like, bad things happen, but then have good things have happened. And the end says, but the fact remains that every bad thing that's happened to you is partly responsible for every good thing that has happened and is going to happen. So I think that life is like a series of, up, a series of ups and downs. And I think that there's a little bit of fate involved. Like, do I think my whole life is planned out by some super sky daddy, as Maggie would say? No. <laughs> but I do think there's a little bit of magic involved in life. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, well, I'm not ready to have an existential crisis at the moment. Um, you know, it's Sunday at uh, almost 7 p.m., so now's not the time. <laughs> Do you believe in karma? Yeah. What goes around comes around, bitch. <laughs> I also believe in, like, instant karma, too. There was one time where I was throwing eggs at someone else's house. <laughs> this is such a good story. So I was throwing eggs with my friends at, it was a fraternity house, so I feel, I don't really feel that bad about it, um, but, so I threw an egg, and I immediately, I immediately ran away, because I was like, oh my god, I'm so bad, like, 
So I threw an egg and I immediately turned around and I smacked into like a lamppost. <laughs> and I got like a big ass like bruise on my forehead that kind of like turned into like a Harry Potter scar. It was the worst instant karma ever. <laughs> I totally believe in karma. What's your spirit animal? A monkey. Freshman year English class <clears throat> when I was in high school, Mr. Lee told me my spirit animal is the wombat. So I've embraced the wombat. Interesting. Wait, I have a really quick thing to say about spirit animals. So, oh, actually, 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 let's do a really quick experiment. So <laughs> I I picked I picked monkey because um, I feel like I embody like energy and excitement and, you know, all that kind of jazz. Oh, I can't believe I just sniffled into the mic. I'm sorry. I sneezed like three times before this. I really need a goddamn tissue. But I think, you know, the energy of the monkey is is awesome. So I want to hear what, you, Mary, your spirit animal is and why. And then I also want to hear why you, the wombat, please. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe like a koala. I feel like I'm like snuggly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't totally know, see that. But I don't know about any other like koala personality traits. So like, I'm only basing it off the fact that I like, like to be cuddly. <laughs> so the wombat is like, in Australia, it's like a famous fluffy animal in Australia. And Mr. Lee told me it was because he says that wombats are independent and driven. And he thought I was independent and driven. So I just like embrace that. They're like kind of cute and small. And I'm small and I guess cute. And I don't really know. And um, wombats are cuddly. I feel like I'm a cuddly person. And, you know, I just embraced it. You know, my other spirit animal when I was a kid was a panda. But I don't really relate to the panda. So I've accepted the wombat. I like that. So there's a theory. My one of my best friends from home, Megan, told me this that you, what your spirit is, no, what your spirit animal is, and why is what you look for in a partner. Cuddly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so accurate. Yeah. So so you know, I, I I think about that a lot. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I guess I do look for someone who's like exciting and adventurous and has a lot of this energy. Hmm. I look for motivated and driven people. Look at that. And you look for snuggly people, man. I guess so. <laughs> okay, I feel like this could literally be an episode in itself, but what are your pet peeves? Or, like, one, your biggest, one biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve. Okay, okay. When people don't knock on the bathroom door <laughs> and they just start jiggling the handle. And I'm like, occupado, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> okay. I really hate, so I've said this before, but I really hate when people are rude to servers or don't tip. Mm. And I also really pay, hate when people cut in line, like blatantly. I'm like, you're an asshole. We're all <laughs> waiting in this line. Oh, also, and then really quick, I hate um, when, I'm just going to give a really quick example. There, I was, mm, <laughs> just, I was going to say men in general, but I'm not going to say men. But like when they like talk down to you or, or don't think you could do something because you are a woman. Like, I had to pull out of a spot one time, and there was, there was a police officer there because, okay, so they were doing construction. I had to move my car because they needed, like, the, this, the cement under my car. Anyway, so I had to move my car, and it was a tight it was a tight spot, but, like, you know, I got in there. I could, I could get out of it. So both the police officer and the construction worker were helping me get out of the spot. I was like, fuck you guys. Like, I, like, I just do- didn't ask for this. I was like, oh, my God, go home. Anyway, so, I, you know, I'm a strong, independent woman, so... What's the best vacation you've ever taken? 
Um, I got scuba diving certified in Bonaire, which is an island right near Aruba. And so we went back there like three years after I got certified and we scuba dove there again. (laughs) And it's the most incredible feeling. I love being underwater. It's really great. I would say I've honestly been really lucky and I've had a lot of awesome vacations, but I would say uh, Costa Rica. Um, It was kind of the best of everything. You know, we did a hike. We... Uh, rode ATVs in the jungle. We, you know, were on the beach hanging out. You know, it was it was best all around. But I also really quickly want to mention my junior trip to Europe of of um, high school. My junior trip of high school. We did spring break in Europe, and I went with like my closest friends, and that was such an incredible time. We went to like Austria, Germany, and Italy, and I wish I had kind of uh, realized how awesome that was when it happened, you know, kind of after the fact, I'm like, wow, that was such an incredible trip. And I wish I kind of took more advantage of it. Cause I didn't realize how you know, lucky I was to have that experience. So, cause that was awesome. I, I like went with my best friends. So yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, finishing my doctorate and opening a private practice. Rising the ranks of the corporate ladder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I also hope I'm like, Somewhere in the way to marriage. Oh, yeah. Wait, how old am I now? 21, 26? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I hope I've met someone who I'm like, oh, maybe your marriage potential. Because t- 26, I'll actually be if. So I'm 22, so 27 slash 28. I'll be almost at the end of my doctorate. So hopefully I've found somebody in some world who thinks I'm cute and wants to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> What's a hobby you want to pick up? Okay, this technically isn't a hobby, but I'd really like to learn another language. Um, I would like to pick up, I don't know, I have a lot of hobbies. I don't really need to pick up anything else. I Actually, I would say, like, reading for fun on more than just, like, vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, on the plane, on the beach, like, I'll read. But at other times than that, I would like to read. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Thanks. Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? really quick funny story about this so junior of high school ap u.s history the class ended because we took the ap exam so afterwards we did projects on conspiracy theories and all the good ones were taken and my my really good friend and i sam we did a conspiracy theory on how pitbull predicted the malaysian crash (laughs) And we dressed up as people, like we had bald caps and ties and like <laughs> taped mustaches to our lips. So Oh my. I don't believe in any conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, I don't genuinely <laughs> believe in any of them. <laughs> but like Bush did nine eleven is a fun one to like joke about. Um What's the first thing you notice when you meet a person? Their smile. I would also say their smile and like how open their body language is. Okay, these are questions that are, like, about the two of you. Who is more likely to go skydiving? Lindsay. I was going to say neither. I'm a pussy-ass bitch. <laughs> but I th- I do want to go skydiving, so. I would do it, but I think Lindsay would do it first. Okay. Fair enough. Who takes longer to get ready? Definitely Jess. I will take that one. <laughs> Who's the better dancer? Obviously me. me. Absolutely me. I have raised awareness for the greatest dance move of all time, the jazz square. I am the better dancer. Lindsay does the most ridiculous dance where she like, it's like she's swimming in a pool, but she also looks like she's smelling something terrible. 
Um, who took a hip hop dance class and who didn't? Just enlighten me, please. I was a competitive dancer for seven years. I also danced until I was seven years old. So, so I all go back. I'll go back to this again. I have raised awareness for the greatest dance move of all time, the jazz square. You're wrong. I'm a better dancer. <laughs> We're gonna pull what? What's your dream city to live in? Oh. Ooh. New York. Okay, so I grew up in New York, so while I love New York and I'm definitely planning on living there for some point in my life, I don't think it's like my dream city. I would say somewhere on the West Coast, um, like in nature. I used to always think like Seattle or Portland, but then I'm like, it's too hipster and too rainy. Um, but I, I do think somewhere in nature, maybe somewhere in like Colorado or... What's your favorite TV show? The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, that's such a good one. Uh, this is such a hard question to ask me. I don't. I'm not going to say The Office because I'm not basic, but I am rewatching that. Um, I would say The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is really good. I really like Shameless. Um, I really love Jack Ryan. <gasps> that one's so good too. Orange is the New Black is fabulous. Prison Break, the first season, is one of my favorite first seasons of a show ever. Yeah, w- I could go on, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one's even harder. Do you have a favorite movie? Um, so my favorite rom-com of all time is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Um, but recently, a movie I like rediscovered and still love is Love, Rosie. I would say The Way, Way Back. Um, I, that, was, that one was honestly easier for me than TV shows because I, do, I don't really watch that many movies. So, mm-hmm. And that one is so good. And I've watched it multiple times and it never gets old. Who was the first artist you saw in concert? Justin Bieber. <laughs> Me too. Were you at the one at Madison Square Garden? No. No, I wasn't at that one. I was at the one at the Prudential Center? No. No. It was small. Well, I've seen Justin Bieber five times. So I've seen One Direction three times. So <laughs> two of them were back to back nights at the same place. It was the same concert. Why? My one friend asked me, and I said yes. And then my other friend asked me, and I also said yes. So. You're just too popular. <laughs> well, every, well, everyone knew I loved One Direction because I had a Tumblr blog dedicated to them in the seventh grade. So, popping them pain pills. Yep. So then, sophomore year of high school, I went to two hundred. Yep. Yep. Shut up. All right. What's the best concert you've ever been to? So, <laughs> for me, the always the most recent concert is always the best concert I've been to. So right now, that is. Um, Oh, Hosier, which was incredible. But I honestly, I do think the best concert I've ever been to was Moose Blood with my best friend Tommy. Um, they, okay, so Moose Blood sounds like really um, scary and emo, but they're not. They're not. They're like a re- they're like a really good alt indie band and they make me happy. But we were literally so close to the stage. It was such a small, intimate venue. You know, there were definitely like less than 100 people there. Um, and I got the set list after that. I was with, like, my favorite person. And, you know, there were so many good things about that. Okay, so I have two answers. One is, like, in ref- I've been lucky to see a lot of different concerts in Reflection. I've seen every one of Ed Sheeran's, like, album concerts. And he's unbelievable. Like, the fact that he's a complete solo act and, like, does it all is incredible. Um, but due to his, you know, early death, I saw Mac Miller in the House of Blues in Boston. And that's, like, a tiny venue. And he was unreal and I really wish I had appreciated it more like because I was like oh he's great but I'm in high school so I like really didn't appreciate like 
him, and he was incredible. Fun fact, Mac Miller was my first concert. No way. I saw him at at, um, the Stone Pony, if either of you know that. No, where is that? It's in Asbury Park. Oh, okay. It's a dope concert venue. It's so fun. What's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? So I'm the oldest child, and when I lost my first tooth, my mom had won like a really like a, a real gold coin at a um, like an auction for work, and so she gave four year old Jess a real gold coin, right? So I put it. Jess was like, Ooh, "Look at this gold coin." Okay, having no idea it was like real gold and worth a lot of money. So I put it in my treasure chest. So over the past 20 years of my life, we have lost, rediscovered, lost, rediscovered, lost, rediscovered, lost, again, the treasure chest that has the very expensive gold coin in it because my mom gave it to a four-year-old. And recently, my dad has been um, packing things up in his apartment, and he found the treasure chest, and the gold gold coin is in the treasure chest. So thank goodness the four-year-old just placed it in a treasure chest because we keep finding it. And so now it's in a safe spot, and we're not going to lose it again. I think every time I misplace something and find it again is the luckiest I've ever been (laughs) because everything I lose is so dramatic to me. I get so emotional every time I lose things. I hate losing things. So I think I'm really lucky when I happen to find them again. Okay. This is the last question. It's I'm cheating because it's actually question 74. Oh my God. (laughs) These days, what's making you the happiest? I would say... Honestly, like, a a whole multitude of things. Um, This year has been pretty great to me. Um, I have a job. I've seen a lot of concerts. I've been spending more more time with my friends. You know, I've had more time time to, like, do things that I actually really love and care about and, you know, spend time with people that I actually love and care about. So I think just life in general. (laughs) Um, I have, like, kind of a two-part answer, I think. What makes me the happiest is how I feel about myself. Like, I spent a really long time not accepting the person I am for a variety of reasons. And I think this year, especially in the last few months, I've really started to, like, kind of learn to love the person that I am and accept that, you know, not every day I have to love myself 100%, but to love myself at least a little bit every day. And I think I'm really happy to be, like, surrounded by such incredibly supportive people who have you know, been with me through the highest highs and the lowest lows and who like have really accepted this journey I'm on to live authentically and live like my best life. Like I'm really thankful for people like Lindsay who decided that they would jump on this insane idea to start a podcast for fun. And like, I'm so grateful to have a person in my life who supports me like that and who loves me and who listens to me when I cry about something stupid or when I'm really, really happy and people to have people in your life who celebrate all that's good. Like, and all that's bad and everything in between, I think, is really special. And so that's what I'm happiest about where I am in my life right now. Jess, you're making me so emotional <laughs> right now. I'm going to cry. Oh, that's it. That was a 74th question, oh, wow. actually. Oh, wow. Well, thanks so much for coming, Mary. This was such a fun idea. Thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun writing these questions. This was so fun. Um, I Thanks. <laughs> So that's it for this bonus episode of Sorry We're Open. Um, You can reference episode 14 about when season two of Sorry We're Open will come out. But we hope you take these next few weeks to catch up on a podcast, our podcast, or, you know, send the podcast to a friend. And we'll see you soon.
Yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. And sorry, English was kind of difficult for me today. <laughs> <laughs>